You're listening to Customer Experience Insights. I'm your host, Scott Nagel. I lead our consultant program here at Genesis as part of our influencer marketing team. In this podcast, Ginger Conlon and Claire Beatty return, and they talk about their recent report, The Top CX Trends for 2022 and Beyond. If you aren't familiar with Ginger and Claire, they lead our thought leadership efforts here at Genesis. The report is really amazing. I encourage you to check it out online. Each of the eight trends has an article written by an industry influencer or a Genesis leader. You can find it at genesis.com forward slash resources forward slash top dash CX dash trends. In this episode, we focused on the fourth trend of the report, AI builds customer empathy, but we also discussed the other trends, especially those that stood out the most to both of them. Here's our conversation. All right, it's great to have both of you back, Claire and Ginger. We love having you on the podcast. I want to start off and ask you about a recent report, the top CX trends for 2022 and beyond. I want to ask you why the report and Hey, is this going to be an annual thing? Thanks, Scott. Why the report? Well, our customers and our employees look to us to tell them what's going to be happening in the years ahead in terms of the customer and the employee experience. What are the big trends, the big shifts, the big things to watch for that will allow them to win in the market with their customers? So we looked back across the thought leadership research that we've done over the past year. We had many in-depth conversations with Genesis leaders, with our customers, our partners, and analyst community. And we identified the biggest trends that we believe will redefine CX and the employee experience over the coming years. And to answer your question, Scott, whether it will be an annual report? Well, we're going to keep you guessing on that right now. But in the meantime, I just want to say that these eight trends won't be old news anytime soon. They are based on major shifts that are happening now and will continue to take shape over the next several years. No, that sounds great. You mentioned eight trends. Now, gosh, we could spend a whole series on the trends, obviously, but today we're going to hone in on the fourth trend, and it's AI builds customer empathy. What were your findings around AI and what stood out the most? This is a big trend that we've been seeing over the past year. Organizations really using AI for customer understanding and personalization. In our State of Customer Experience report, where we interviewed 690 CX leaders, we found it was their number one priority. The number one CX priority was using AI in this way. And what we see happening is AI really leading organizations in a culture change towards empathy. One where they're using sophisticated systems of understanding, of listening, of prediction, action and learning across all stages of the customer journey to know who the customer is, to know why the customer's calling before they've told you, to meet their needs in whatever channel they're in, and to answer questions that they didn't even know that they had. So really getting from reactive to proactive. And we see CX 
front runners, the leading organizations already doing this. So in a survey that we did with the Economist Intelligence Unit at the end of last year, we learned that 90% of CX leaders say AI is allowing them to develop more empathetic customer journeys. Instead of automating more service interactions, companies are using AI to enhance the human aspects of that experience. So that's sensing, their intuition, and then providing closure across both self-service and agent-assisted interactions. Moreover, more than three quarters of respondents agree that AI will be a critical part of their CX operations in the coming years. Well, thank you, Claire. You know, I wanted to ask, why is using data and AI the number one priority for CX leaders globally? Well, Scott, if you think about how important understanding your customers and your employees is today. It's the only way to personalize experiences and be empathetic. So data is so important. And then AI helps you do all of this at scale and speed up that understanding and do things you know that enhance what people can do and you know assisting employees by real-time coaching and all of these kind of things. So if you look at the results that Claire mentioned, the leading drivers for implementing AI across the customer experience are to improve quality and consistency, to increase customer loyalty, and to differentiate from competitors through unique customer experience. And if you think about how data and AI come together to support those things, it's really no surprise that it's a priority. Well, that leads to my next question. How does AI enable the ability to drive empathy throughout the entire customer journey? I think what AI does is it turns the tables. So customers, consumers often take on the responsibility to solve problems themselves, finding the right resource, escalating if it's not solved correctly the first time, calling in when something goes wrong. The, the consumer is the link between channels to get the resolution. And AI turns the table on that. So what we see today is CX front runners using AI to orchestrate these better experiences. 70% of the leaders are using AI to identify customers, they predict and drive outcomes. At the bottom of the at the bottom of the table, the organizations that are lagging in the use of this technology, only 30% do those things. If we look back at the CX leaders, 90% are using AI to understand pain points in the customer journey. And nearly 60% of AI leaders are using it for digitalization, self-service, and automation. So there's so many problems throughout the customer journey that these CX front runners are using AI to understand and to learn and to improve in real time. There's a huge opportunity for AI to really take on a lot of the work that customers are doing today and shouldn't be doing. Very good. I want to talk now about the employee experience because I know a lot of people, when they think of AI, they're always thinking of it improving customer experience. But how about employees? How does it help the employee experience or transform it? As I was saying earlier, AI is there to help agents do their job better, make it easier for them to do their job. You see, staff performance is typically measured on speed and effectiveness. They're rarely recognized for taking time to deeply understand and resolve complex customer queries. 
And that's where AI can come in and support them in the moment with next best actions, real-time coaching. If you look at the top uses of AI across the employee experience, we found that AI leaders, 43% of them are using AI to support tools, processes, and strategies for customer experience workforce enablement. And that's versus only 27% of laggards. 62% say using AI to identify employee career growth opportunity is a priority for them. It's something that they have already in place. 61% are prompting next best actions in real time to employees. And another 61% are forecasting and scheduling to measure employee productivity. So really a variety of areas in the employee experience and the benefits are multiple. So they're seeing increased agent productivity and employee engagement, as well as improved schedule adherence, ramp up time and revenue per agent. Thanks so much, Ginger. I I wanted to ask you, you know, obviously there were eight trends and we've been focusing on AI. But tell us about the other trends and which of those, and I'm asking really both of you, love to hear from both of you, which of them interested you the most? There's two that really resonated strongly with me. The first one was around companies rethinking CX metrics to align with the true drivers of customer value. One of the things we learned in our thought leadership this year is that organizations are not very good at understanding the quality of a customer experience throughout the journey. Measurement typically happens at the end. And then, you know, for various reasons, it could be biased or or not provide a full picture. So having a new set of metrics and using a lot of the data that is being generated throughout the journey at the beginning, the middle and the end to really understand the moments that matter to customers and to improve in real time. I think that's going to be a huge trend that we're seeing across the coming years. That's one of the trends. Uh, The other one, is uh, a trend that was contributed by one of our partners at Google. What they're seeing is a shifting of the social contract around data so that consumers are really getting fair value in exchange for the data that they're providing to companies. And a couple of the insights that we learned is that Organizations need to think in a less is more context around data. So looking at the outcome that they're trying to achieve, looking at the data that's available to them, and really trying to use as little personal data as is possible to achieve that outcome, and getting much smarter around the data that they have that may be event data or other interaction data, but it's not personal data. So that's one aspect to it. The other aspect is really using customer data to build a connection, to personalize in a way that is not just around sales, but it's around the experience. And through that, building trust, trust that earns the right for organizations to sell to their consumers. So yeah, there's two concepts, like one doing more with less, focusing on that kind of event data, other data, and using as little as possible. And then secondly, in terms of personalization and using personal data, focusing on the experience first and sales to come later. Very good. Yeah, and actually 
the two that stand out to me tie really closely into that second one. One of the trends is personalization extends beyond sales and marketing to span the end-to-end customer journey. And if you think about what Claire was just saying with the data trend and how closely those are aligned, one interesting thing is that you can personalize experiences with having some general information, right? So if someone's calling you the day after Christmas, they're probably calling for a different reason and have a different sentiment than if they're calling in mid-February. So there's things that you can tweak with that basic understanding before you even get down into the data. But in terms of getting into that data and using it to personalize the experience, all of us are used to those marketing emails that are personalized. They're, They're to us, they're based on something we've done or purchased before or what have you. But if you think about the contact center is probably one of the best places to personalize the experience because often some the person calling you is a customer. And if they're not, they're probably interested in being a customer. And so you have this unique opportunity to help those people who are, who are contacting you through whatever channel. It doesn't have to be a, a call. It could be a chat or what have you, but use that information that you do know about them to make them feel heard and understood and really known across all marketing, sales, and service interactions and use technologies like cloud-based technologies to help create, you know, connect the different channels to make sure that personalization kind of continues across the journey, right? So we see that happening more and more. And then if you look at the other side, within the contact center, we see them developing into CX talent hubs that spur growth for the organization. If you think about what agents are doing with their time right now, they are often having conversations with customers that are about complex issues that they're helping to resolve. So they are getting this firsthand knowledge of what's important to customers and the customer experience that nobody else has. And they're learning all these different technologies that are integral to how the the organization operates and interacts with customers. And so as those uh, agents advance in their career, we see that they're going to be moving into the organization and taking all that expertise with them and helping the organization grow as a result. And that'll even, as, as this trend evolves, you'll see more and more when agents are being hired, they're being hired with a career path in mind and not just you know another butt in a seat kind of a thing. And we spoke to Mila D'Antonio, who is an agent, uh, an agent, who's an analyst rather sure. at Omdia. And she basically you know, encapsulated this into that the future is a lifetime value center run by super agents, which I just love. I know, that's great. I hadn't heard that before. You know, when you think about the report, who do you think would benefit the most by reading it? Is it is it mostly for customers? Is there a primary audience or is it just really broad? Partners, customers? Well, Scott, I see it as really that entire community that you just mentioned. I mean, certainly at customer companies, anyone who's a customer experience leader, it's important to them to know what trends are happening, to see what companies that are leading the, the shifts in the market are doing to, you know, and maybe they are one of those leaders and they, you know, they know that, Hey, we're, we're doing something right here. We're actually leading the market. People are noticing. And then, you know, consultants and partners, they're there to help those customers succeed. So it's important for them to know what's working in the market and where the market is headed, of course. 
Good. No, I just thought of that. It's, it's such a great report. So any final thoughts, either of you, for our listeners? Um, I have a couple of final thoughts. The first is that we see this piece as a powerful compass, both internally and also externally in shaping where the industry is going to be going. And the trends cover everything from technology to the experience itself, to the employee experience, to measurement and back to business results. So it's a very powerful compass. Uh, The second The final thought that I have is that reading through the trends leaves me feeling very optimistic that the customer experience is going to get so much better and that it will be better not only for customers, but also for employees with the trends that are happening, you know, the the shift from contact center to engagement hub, engaging employees based on their values, you know, really focusing on talent and career pathing. Think that the customer experience will be a really exciting place to work in the future as well. That's encouraging. Ginger, final thoughts? Customer experience leaders more and more are reporting to the CEO or the executive board. As a matter of fact, in our state of customer experience uh, study, we found that nearly 60% of respondents, that's the case. And then three out of four companies increased their customer experience budget in 2021 over 2020. So if you consider those things and everything we just talked about and the points that Claire just made, I mean, clearly customer experience is a growing priority at a majority of companies. So you know, it's important to, to know where the industry is headed. So you can go along for the ride or shake things up and be a leader. <laughs> That's a great way to end it, Ginger. Listen, again, it's so great to have both of you on the program. Thanks for taking the time and being with us. Thank you for having us, Scott. Yeah, thanks so much. All right. I hope you learned as much as I did. Remember, you can check out this report, the top CX trends for 2022 and beyond, at genesis.com forward slash resources forward slash top dash CX dash trends. If you have any questions about the report or anything related to Genesis, don't hesitate to contact us. You can reach us via email at influencermarketing at genesis.com or reach out to your channel manager or account executive. Finally, you can follow Customer Experience Insights at your favorite podcast provider.